and thank you for joining us on the Legal Technology Review Podcast. As always, I am your host, Brian Folk, civil litigator and author of the Cyber Advocate blog. Before we get to today's discussion about the best new apps for lawyers released in November of 2015, I want to first thank the ABA Tech Show Committee for selecting me as one of its speakers and encourage any of you out there listening to sign up and attend. You can log on to the Cyber Advocate and Right in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a little badge for the ABA Tech Show. Click on that, and it'll take you right to the ABA Tech Show homepage, and you can sign up, see uh, who else is going to be speaking, see what the topics are going to be. I think it's going to be an absolutely amazing time, and I'm really looking forward to it. That said, let's get right into it. First up is our multi-platform apps. These are apps for iOS, Android, Windows Phone, at least two of those three. The first on the list, Dragon Anywhere by Nuance Communications, also known as the creators of Dragon Dictation. The app is free, but the Dragon Anywhere service, which is required, starts at $15 a month, paid monthly, all the way to $150 a year, paid yearly. Now, there are a few companies that are going to be mentioned on my best new apps list anytime they create a new app. Probably the most frequently mentioned one on that list is LinkedIn. Why? Because lawyers use LinkedIn. Anytime a company is intricately involved with the practice of law or things that lawyers do, I'm going to mention them. Dragon Dictation is one of those companies. Now, it's not quite for the same reason as LinkedIn. LinkedIn is on these lists every time because every lawyer uses them. Dragon Dictation is used by a lot of lawyers, but it's going to be included on this list anytime they create something new because all lawyers should be using it. So Dragon Anywhere is an add-on feature to your Dragon Dictation tools. It is an independent standalone unit. As of right now, you don't get it free with any Dragon Dictation software or packages. It is its own separate piece. But what it is, is a mobile dictation tool. Now, provided you have a stable internet connection, Dragon Anywhere gives you cloud-based adaptive speech recognition on your smartphone. That means that the accuracy of the dictation increases as you use it. Now, if you use Siri, you'll notice that there's some improvement over time in its recognition, but it's not great. Dragon Dictation is the leader in adaptive recognition. Even better for lawyers who have practices that involve medical records or even specific complex terms. You can add custom words to your Dragon Dictation recognition system. So anytime you use them, it'll come up exactly as you need it to. Even better, it applies to all Dragon platforms. So if you're using Dragon Dictation on a PC, on a Mac, and you add a special word on your Dragon Anywhere, it will apply backwards to those. In addition, on Dragon Anywhere, you can create text macros. Now, for a lot of people who don't do much programming or automation, macros allow you to create forms, create templates, Essentially, it's an automation of several steps. You can do the same thing through dictation on Dragon Anywhere. Beyond just basic dictation, though, Dragon Anywhere allows you to alter formatting, access navigation commands, and even send your dictation to the cloud or via email once it's completed. If you're the kind of attorney that relies on dictation while you're away from the office, if you do a lot of dictating at home, on the road, coming back from a deposition, going to a mediation, whatever, then you need to have some sort of high-quality voice recognition app. If you already use Dragon, it is an investment that is a no-brainer. This is an excellent app. I strongly recommend giving it a shot. Next on our list, and here, you know, I mentioned it before, anytime they release a new app, LinkedIn shows up on my best new apps list. Just a fact. Now, one of the things that happens a lot more often than new apps, though, are updates. So I'm not going to include an update every time LinkedIn decides to, you know, make it, I don't know, compatible with iOS 9. However, recently LinkedIn announced a major overhaul of their mobile app. And thank God, their mobile app was just not very useful. 
LinkedIn is great for lawyers. It's great for lawyer networking, but it's gotten to be a little bit cumbersome. LinkedIn is a great way to find content created by or shared by professionals all over the world, influencers, people who know things that you want to know or are interested in things that you're interested in. LinkedIn is a great place to go for that, but the mobile app is always really bad at letting you find that content. That's what this whole change is focused on. It's a pared down experience that tries to be more relevant to the user. The basic concept of it is decluttering. Simple, actionable experiences. So this update includes a four-part system that will be the basis of the LinkedIn app going forward. We'll call them tabs, four tabs. The home tab, this is where you go when you open the app. It's your main news feed. It's got the relevant information, got the new articles, relevant articles, and even recommendations by LinkedIn. Just a note on here, one of the other big things that they've, uh, they've done with this update is to make it much more compatible and much more easy to interact with the other LinkedIn apps out there. The biggest one for lawyers, in my opinion, is going to be LinkedIn Pulse. LinkedIn Pulse is a great curated uh, news app. Using LinkedIn Pulse in conjunction with the new home screen, I think, would be very valuable for most attorneys. Okay, second tab, messages. Goodbye inbox, thank you, God. They are changing it into a new, more informal chat system. One of the big keys to it is they've also added a private chat. Every other social network had it but LinkedIn. Now LinkedIn has it too. Third tab, my network. This is pretty obvious. You keep tabs on your network. This is where you'll be able to find information about the people on your network and new connections. Fourth tab, search. This is where you search for things. People, groups, companies, whatever. For most lawyers, there's no significant improvement on the networking side, which is unfortunate. I think there's a lot of room for improvement here. But the new home tab should actually be incredibly useful for lawyers who are looking for good content and looking for informative articles within their practice. Kind of new to this list, LinkedIn is actually being updated for iOS, Android, and Windows Phone. A nice touch. Okay, next on the list. OneNote by Microsoft. This is an update to their fantastic note-taking app for iOS and Android. Followers of my blog or of the Legal Technology Review podcast know that one of my kind of continuing missions is I like to educate people about technology. I like to find useful ways to improve legal practice. But one of kind of the things in the back of my mind, a goal, um, something that I don't expect to achieve by myself but would like to see happen is for lawyers to be able to replace their legal pads. I love my legal pad. I take handwritten notes about everything. We'll know for sure that the practice of law has truly gone digital when there is a digital replacement for the legal pad. Well, OneNote has done a pretty decent job of trying to accomplish that, but like everything else, it, it does fall short. A couple key updates this month. OneNote added two very nice features for iOS users. First, iOS users can now add audio recordings to their notes. This is huge and has been available on Android for a couple months now. Any of you lawyers who like the idea of the Dragon Dictation but don't want to shell out the fairly considerable money to get Dragon Dictation are the kind of lawyers that like to record audio notes, be it of their thoughts, a brainstorm, preliminary thoughts from the road, recordings of meetings with clients, discussions with experts, whatever. You can now take your audio recordings and attach them to a note in OneNote and organize them. So now you actually have a system set up where you can go back and collect or review all of your audio recordings. The other big iOS addition is, and this is actually something that'll come up a few times uh, in this podcast, is OneNote is now 3D Touch enabled. That means that OneNote can now take advantage of the, the 3D Touch system, which recognizes the amount of pressure the user puts on the screen in order to do more things. So for example, if you have a 3D touch enabled device, which basically means the new iPad Pro and any of the new iOS devices coming out, you can press on the OneNote icon in the home screen. And instead of just opening the app, you press and hold it. An option list comes right up, allowing you to open a new note, create a new photo, or 
see your recent notes without having to go into the app and navigate them there. Now, for Android users, certainly not left out in this update, the Android version of OneNote now comes with a OneNote badge. What the OneNote badge is, is a floating badge on the screen that allows you to when you click on it or when you tap it, quickly jot a note while in another app, browser, or media player. This is a really nice feature for any attorneys who, say for example, you use LinkedIn and you see a great article, you're reading the article and you want to make a note on it. You no longer have to leave the app, worry about whether or not the app itself is going to refresh, take you away from the content you were on, or you know, you even just wanted to jot a note while you're looking at the article itself. You can open up a nice little, small little window on your screen, jot down the note, new note created. No need to switch apps. It's a very nice feature, and I really hope it comes to iOS soon. Okay, moving right along. The next app, the multi-platform section, is Hightail Spaces by Hightail Inc. This is a free app for iOS and Android. Now, if you wondered what happened to the company you send it, if you ever used you send it or did a you send it file, it's a great file sharing tool. Well, they became Hightail. They're really jumping out of the file sharing and into the collaborative area. This app, it's either called Spaces or Hightail Spaces, depending on where you look, is a team collaboration tool. Now, you can't, it seems like you can't look at a billboard or a bus now without seeing an advertisement for Slack. The, I guess, it's the trendy team collaboration tool, particularly for smaller businesses. But Spaces is a unique team collaboration tool. Well, what does it do? Well, it allows you to put notes and comments and threaded comments on documents and PDFs. Well, they all do that. Well, can those other systems also let you add threaded comments to photos, images, and videos? No, Spaces can. Now, that is the key feature of Spaces. There's plenty of other interesting tools that are available. You can, when you open the notes, the threaded comments all open together so you can see the entire history of the discussion. You can upload from a device, from Dropbox, from email. But the key difference is that you can add these comments to photos, images, and videos. Most lawyers would think, well, I'm not going to use that. Well, you have to, if you're a visual lawyer, you have to expand beyond the idea of just putting a comment on a picture. I'm a visual person, and one of the things that I love in my office is my whiteboard, and I draw on it, write on it all the time. Well, if I've got a team collaboration issue, I can take a photo of what I've written on the whiteboard, share it. Comments can come on the whiteboard. Or if you use a mind mapping tool, uh, I've got a list on my my blog of great mind mapping tools that are excellent for brainstorming or for uh, decision tree optimizing, anything like that, you could take a screenshot. Hell, you could take a screenshot of anything that you use. Take that screenshot. It is an image. You can upload it. Comments. Boom. Great collaboration tool. No one else is doing this yet for video and photos. Hightail Spaces, an excellent one to give it to try out if you're a visual person. Okay, on to our honorable mentions. The first, ESPN by ESPN Inc., a free app for iOS and Android. This is an update. Why in God's name would I include ESPN on this list? Well, because it's my list. ESPN is essentially embarking on a venture. They're becoming the opposite Facebook. They want to reduce their number of mobile apps. Right now, they have two key ones, ESPN and Watch ESPN. The only one that you can watch live streaming video of games from, Watch ESPN. Until now. Now ESPN allows you to watch live streaming games right from their app, which means when you're avoiding work at the office, you don't have to use multiple apps to, to watch your games. Unfortunately, ESPN does not have the uh, NCAA tournament, so this is less relevant than it might be. Another big key about this is it is the only place you'll be able to see a lot of ESPN's video because ESPN has pulled all of its videos from YouTube. So all those old ESPN Sports Center moments that you used to watch can't see them anymore unless you've got the unless you're watching them on the ESPN app. Downside is you still need to have the subscription to the cable provider in order to be able to get the streaming video. All right, next on the list of honorable mentions is Yahoo Messenger by Yahoo Inc. 
Why is this one on honorable mentions? Well, partially because I'm not entirely sure Yahoo's going to be a company in a week. Um, they got some interesting stuff going on there. Now, Yahoo Messenger, interestingly, was kind of at the forefront of all of these messaging, uh, instant messaging systems right along with AOL Instant Messenger in the late 90s. Unfortunately, they followed the track of AOL Instant Messenger and became completely irrelevant not long thereafter. So what did they do? They decided to completely start over. And Yahoo Messenger is actually a pretty impressive app. They know that they're not going to compete with WhatsApp for messaging. They know that they're not going to compete with Snapchat for sharing photos. What do they do is they've created a system where you can do everything at a high speed and everything is stored in the cloud. So you can share full resolution photos that will be instantly accessible by everyone you share them with because they won't have to download the photo. They have an offline or a low connectivity mode, which holds all of your stuff to share it when your internet connection is better. And one really interesting feature, is if someone has not opened one of your communications, you can unsend it and delete it. Now, for lawyers, the messenger itself may not be the most valuable tool, but you have to know about it. Why? Because now we've got yet another type of ephemeral messaging system, one that can be deleted by the user that you have to know about. And more importantly, it's not stored on their device, it's stored in the cloud, which means that anyone with access to that particular message or group chat has the ability to access these files forever. Some interesting questions to be raised for sure when it comes to e-discovery. Okay, that is it for our multi-platform apps this week. We will be back in just a moment with our newest apps for iOS. You're listening to Legal Technology Review on the Cyber Advocate. Don't forget to follow all the latest on tools and technology for legal service professionals at www.thecyberadvocate.com. Okay, welcome back and let's dive right back in. iOS apps released or updated in November 2015. First on our list, another one of those apps that is probably going to appear here anytime anything major happens, Evernote. Evernote is my go-to app for uh, note-taking and actually for web clipping is probably my favorite feature on it, but organizing saved information. So it's really a very high-featured note-taking app if you don't use it. The most recent update adds two significant new features to the Evernote ecosystem. The first is sketches. Now, Evernote does have a separate app called Penultimate, which allows you to create sketches and import them. However, by creating the sketches in Evernote, you do not have to deal with any problems importing the files. And if anyone says that Evernote doesn't have any problems with that, you haven't used Evernote enough. It's a little bit finicky. Number two, Evernote has a phenomenal handwriting recognition system so that when you take handwritten notes, which is what a sketchpad is great for, take handwritten notes, it automatically becomes searchable. It's compatible with Apple Pencil, with the Jot Stylus, and, as I mentioned earlier, recurring theme, 3D touch enabled, meaning you can actually impact the note you're taking by how hard you press on the screen. The second part of the update makes Evernote split-screen compatible if your device supports that feature. Now, if you're going to have a note-taking app in this market, you need to be able to split-screen. You need to be able to take notes while viewing what else is going on. So be it reading on a web browser, watching a video, communicating with someone. You could take, I mean, you could be on a Skype call or on FaceTime, Google Hangouts, and be taking notes about that conversation with both apps open. So the ability to view split screen, absolutely essential. Multitasking with other apps is something that not just lawyers, but anyone who uses note-taking apps really wants right now. The biggest reason, though, why lawyers should like this update is that handwritten recognition from Sketch. 
Okay, next app on our list is Cortana by Microsoft. It is a free app. This app is essentially a virtual assistant. Cortana is actually currently in public beta, and you do need to fill out a survey and then pray to be accepted in. Uh, it probably helps if you're a demographic that they don't have enough of yet to test. But Cortana is Microsoft's Siri, although, according to Microsoft, more useful. It is a voice recognition-based personal assistant. It's not going to be as fully featured as Siri when it first comes out, but there is a subset of lawyers who should really, really pay attention to this. Cortana syncs across all Windows devices. If you use Windows 10, which has a lot of features designed for people who take advantage of Cortana, all of your stuff goes across the devices. What does that mean? Your data, your account info, your interests, and your preferences get synced across. That's important because it also includes your calendar, and your reminder settings. So if you use Windows 10, if you use Cortana, this is something that you should at least apply for the beta and, and check out. I will definitely post on this when it comes out of beta as well. Okay, next app on the list is PPT Control Pro by Guoa Gao for $3.99. This is a remote control for PowerPoint and Keynote presentations. One of the most difficult things about a PowerPoint presentation is being able to monitor remotely and to continue to use your PowerPoint or your Keynote as a tool of presentation. Now the best of the best don't look at a screen while they're operating their presentations because if they need to they can just take a quick glance behind them and see what the screen says because they're operating from an effective remote control. That's exactly what PPT Control gives you. It is a sleek yet simple tool for controlling PowerPoint and keynote presentations. Only essential functionality makes it easier to learn. And here's a really key thing for most lawyers. It automatically searches for and syncs with your computer. That's right, you do not need a tech guru or an IT specialist to set it up. Now, I know that won't matter for a lot of you because you'll, do it, you'll bring it to your IT person anyways, but this is professional control of a presentation without a massive tech setup. One of the really cool things of it, you can actually even control the mouse cursor directly from the screen. You can make your presentation look more professional because you'll be able to control it in a professional manner. Now, actually having a professional PowerPoint presentation, that's something I'm probably gonna have to create a webinar to really talk about. Okay, next on the list is an update. It's Wonderlist by Six Wonderkinder, also known as Microsoft. I don't know why they haven't changed that yet, but they haven't. Uh, Microsoft absorbed Wonder, Wonderlist back in June and have pushed out a couple major updates since then. This is definitely one of them. Now, Wonderlist, for those who don't know, is a task management system. It is one of the most popular task management systems. This is a complete overhaul, both visual and functional. First, you'll notice that the home screen of Wonderlist is no longer dominated by your face. I don't know why they thought it would be a great idea to have your image taking up more space than your tasks. Now, it's a list. It's sleek, simple, basic list interface. Your primary lists are at the forefront. You tap on a list, it gives you basic detailed view of tasks, 3D touch enabled, press on it again, and you can add subtasks, add reminders, add notes. In addition, you've got support from the home screen. So when you're just looking at your Wonderlist icon on your phone or on your tablet, you press and hold and you can do a quick add. Just add a new task without going into the app. You can do uh, what they refer to as the peak and pop functionality. You tap a task and you get a peek at its details. Release and you go back to the main screen. Press harder and you get the full list of details of the task and the tools for managing it. Why is this great for lawyers? Well, it's great for lawyers in the same way it's great for everybody who likes task management. 
and for everyone who needs task management, I fall into the latter category. If you use Wonderlist, this is a phenomenal overhaul that makes it a lot easier to use. If you don't and are looking for a new task management system, I strongly recommend with this overhaul to check out Wonderlist. It solves a lot of the problems that I've historically had with this system, and it's just a great task management system, especially for groups. Okay, next app on the iOS list. This is a fun one. Unroll Me by Unroll Me. This is a free app, and it's an email app. So what does it do? Well, how familiar are you with the concept of Inbox Zero? I know no one's familiar with the actual reality of Inbox Zero because it is the unicorn of the business world. How many emails do you get every day that you never look at because they're newsletters or subscriptions or things that you're not interested in or that somehow you got signed up for? And, you know, despite the fact that federal law says that they need to make it easy, it's unsubscribing is not always the simplest thing. Here's what Unroll Me does. You download this app, you plug your email addresses in, and it's compatible with Gmail, Google Apps, Yahoo Mail, AOL, although if you're still using AOL Mail, you own issues, iCloud, Outlook.com. They also support custom domains. Uh, if the domain supports Unroll Me, I did not see Exchange, and that's one of the things that, that irritates me is that it does not automatically Exchange compatible. But plug in all your emails, and it pulls them all together, and for those of you who aren't in the Tinder generation, you're going to appreciate swiping left. What happens when you swipe left is it automatically unsubscribes from the email that you swipe. Well, what about those subscriptions that you want to keep around? You want to, you know, you want to see them, but there's just too many. Well, you swipe right, and they become part of your roll-up. Now, a roll-up is a daily digest of your subscriptions, adjusted however you want them, all sent to you in one email. It's basically a collection great part, you can actually designate at what time of day your roll-up email is sent to you. This is easy management. It supports multiple accounts. And if you can't see how this app would be useful, I don't even know what to say. Okay, that is it for the regular iOS apps. Time for the honorable mentions. Now, the first Architecture of Radio by Richard Vizgen is $2.99. This is an, it's iPad and uh, iPhone, but I would use iPad only. This is a fun one. The Infosphere is how we get our data nowadays. It relies on an intricate network of both wired and wireless signals. We basically forget about it nowadays, but the cool thing that Architecture of Radio does is it hides the visible and reveals the invisible in this technical landscape. What do I mean? Well, so this guy went and made a full database of all publicly available Wi-Fi hotspots, cell phone towers, and satellites. And then what it does is it takes your GPS location and shows them to you. So as you turn it shows you where the nearest cell phone towers are and whose tower it is, if it knows. Shows you where the nearest publicly maintained Wi-Fi hotspots are. And then if you look up, you can actually see where different navigation and information and communication satellites are in the sky and who launched them and when. It's not an app that is going to improve your legal practice. It is an app that is very cool. All right, next on the list, Firefox by Mozilla Inc. This is a free app and it is a web browser. Now, Firefox is the people-first web browser created by probably one of the most trusted companies on the internet, particularly with regard to privacy, and it's finally available on iOS. In reality, this is no different than all of the other browser apps available, Chrome, Internet Explorer, Opera, except this is Firefox. You're able to sync bookmarks, history, and tabs across devices, just like with the other ones. You have private browsing available. Basically, if you like Firefox, like me, this is good news for you. Otherwise, you probably don't care. Next on the list is Clear by Clear, also known as Twitterland Inc. Now, this is a 
Twitter analytics app. If you have been paying any attention to the advice that I've given about how Twitter can make you a better lawyer, Clear can help. If you haven't, seriously, go on a cyber advocate and just pull up the Twitter posts. Twitter can make you a better lawyer. Clear can make you better using Twitter. What it is is an analytics tool designed to help build community and improve your influence. How does it do this? Well, it gives you daily progress reports and action plans on how to optimize when you tweet. That means not just who's going to see it, but making sure the right people are going to see it. It's going to help you identify and contact other influencers. It helps you get information about your audience so you can better target your tweets to the people who are listening. And it'll identify trending topics and content. It's got Facebook and Instagram integration coming soon. But in reality, if you're an attorney that uses Twitter, you should have some sort of influencer platform, something that helps you identify people who other people are listening to and improve your communication with those influencers. Clear will actually tell you if you haven't talked to the uh, influencers on your list recently enough. The way to gain influence is to become influential among other influential people. This is a, this is a great tool for that. Next on the list, Magic Gavel by A Great Meeting Inc. This is an app for $9.99, and this is a definitely a productivity app, but it's geared towards people who want to better control meetings. This is something that lawyers can use either in their own practice or can use with their institutional or big business clients. Essentially, this is a time management and rules app. Now, meetings can be chaotic, especially when lawyers are involved. And if only there were some sort of debate or parliamentary standard that we could use to control all this. Well, there is, and you know that, and you know I'm being sarcastic, but deal with it. Magic Gavel essentially combines the Robert's Rule of Order and the American Institute of Parliamentarians Standard Code of Parliamentary Procedure, that's a mouthful, to be your complete guide to any kind of meeting you need, be it a shareholder meeting, partnership election meeting, anything that needs specific rules and a form of operating to make sure that, number one, the meeting goes as scheduled, but number two, make sure that no one person or small group can derail the purpose of a meeting. Meetings are already bad enough. Get them done with in an organized fashion. Okay, we have reached the end of our iOS apps. Coming up in just a moment are the best Android apps from November 2015, so stick around. <laughs> If you're enjoying this podcast, head over to iTunes, look up the Legal Technology Review, and leave us a rating and review. While you're there, you can go ahead and subscribe to the Legal Technology Review podcast and never miss an episode or any of the great information on tools and technology for legal service professionals. And this is the Android portion of our best new apps. First up, Work Chat by Facebook Inc. A few months back, Facebook announced the creation of Facebook at Work, which is an enterprise social media network. What is an enterprise social media network? It's basically an intra-company communication system. Well, Work Chat is to Facebook at Work what Messenger is to Facebook. It is your communication tool for your company. Facebook at Work is not quite yet out of beta and only... Only a couple hundred companies are involved, but it's very likely that enterprise social networks like this are going to pick up, and Facebook is ideally positioned to be that system for a lot of companies and a lot of law firms. So WorkChat is a great tool if you end up adopting Facebook at work. WorkChat lets you send and receive messages from other people in your company. 
can be one-on-one -on -one messages, you can set up group chats, you can share photos, share videos, you can even make voice calls right from the work chat app to call your coworkers. It's not as fully functional as Slack, but if you're using Facebook at work, WorkChat is an essential parallel app. For lawyers, just like Yahoo Messenger, this is a two-pronged notification. I'm telling you about this because it might be useful to you, but I'm also telling you about this because you need to know about it. Uh, this is now another messaging system that your clients, especially business clients, may be using. Another place for important communications to occur. Another place where preservation and discovery is going to be a huge issue. So you have to be aware of work chat. Okay, next on the list, Signal by Open Whisper Systems is a free messaging app. And why is Signal important? Well, because Edward Snowden uses it. Why do we care? Because Edward Snowden cares who can read his messages. That's right. Signal is an encrypted messaging app. There's no way that you're not aware of the debate that's raging right now about encryption and software, especially dealing with things like terrorism. Several governments are seeking backdoors into software, including the United States and Britain. France is apparently on the verge of banning Tor browsers, which allow you to browse the internet anonymously. And more than one country wants to completely ban the encrypted messaging app WhatsApp. Well, in that environment, it's hard necessarily to say for sure what the future of encrypted communication is going to be. But for lawyers, keeping information about your clients confidential is a necessity. Well, Signal automatically encrypts all text and images before they leave your device. They are not decrypted until the person who receives them actually tries to read them. That is, yes, end-to-end -end encryption. End-to-end -end encryption is essential, especially for attorney-client communications. What it means is that no one even at the company that creates the app or on the communication system that your data travels, be it Verizon, AT&T, Comcast, whatever, none of them will be able to see what is in the message. That is essential. And that is what defines end-to-end -end encryption, and that is exactly the kind of encryption that lawyers need. Now, again, I'm also pointing this out so that lawyers are aware when it comes to discovery, there are going to be messages sent that are totally encrypted. That's going to be an interesting one for discovery and motions to compel. All right, next app on the list is Google Drive by Google Inc. This is a free update. Now, Google Drive is essentially a big storage system. It's a cloud-based storage system, and, you know, it functions pretty well with all the other Google apps. This update is dedicated exclusively to collaboration. If you haven't read my recent post on why you need project management systems, check it out, and you'll understand a little bit more about the complex collaboration tools available. So in order to collaborate, first, you need to be able to share what you're collaborating about. Google Drive used to make this fairly difficult, annoying process. First, you had to send a notification by email that you were giving, giving someone access to a document in order to collaborate. You got a notification via email then when they tried to access it. You then had to use email to allow them access to the document. And I don't know anyone who wants to stay glued to their email that much. Most people I know try to run away from it. Well, thankfully, those days are gone. Now on Google Drive, notifications are pushed through the app about access to collaboration files, new comments, everything like that, and access management is all controlled within the app. No more having to wait for someone to confirm you via email so that you can actually begin working. Okay, next app on the Android list is Snap by, it's a guy I can't really pronounce, but it's, I think it's uh, F. Barroso Developers. It is a free app, and this app is a widget management app. It's impossible to deny that one of the biggest advantages that Android has had over iOS is the customization of your home screen and the availability of widgets. iOS is catching on, but they're slow. One of the downsides, though, is that 
Too much of anything is bad, even if it's a good thing. 75 widgets on your home screen makes it no easier to navigate what you need to do. So Snap has come up with an interesting way of resolving this problem. Instead of adding widgets to your home screen, it adds widgets to a special drawer in your notifications bar. This allows you to clean up your home screen, but it also allows you to access those widgets from within any other app. All you have to do is choose the widget, you set how much size you want it to take up, and you're done, and you go. And those widgets are available when you're within any app. It means you don't have to jump out of an app to look for something that's important. Key widgets are right there in the notifications bar. Now for lawyers, this could actually be a really, really neat functional tool. One, you make essential widgets like your calendar, or your notes app, or your task management system, or your project management system, easily accessible with a widget from any app you're in. If you're in a web browser, it doesn't matter. If you're in an email, it doesn't matter. You can also develop more efficient workflows. Why? Well, first of all, it works on your lock screen. So you don't even have to unlock your phone to access these widgets. You can easily check your to-do list. You can actually check off your to-do list without unlocking your phone. That's pretty impressive. All right, next on the list is the Chrome browser by Google Inc. This is an update. This app is a free app and it is a web browser, just like the Firefox discussed for iOS. I never got into using the Chrome browser on my desktop computers. I always found it bogged down by too many of the plugins. Now I'm the idiot who kept adding the plugins, so that's on me. But I've also never used it for my mobile browser. I am way behind, apparently, because everyone I know uses Chrome on, on their mobile devices. November actually inc included a potentially huge improvement in their system, because now on your Chrome mobile browser, you can enable a data saver mode. That essentially means that when you've got no or low connectivity, or when you really, really need to cut down on your data usage, data saver will load web pages without loading the images. Now, if you're not much into web design, images are one of the biggest size-wise things that you have to deal with when you're downloading and when you're opening a web page. So by not loading the images, you save a lot of time in the loading of your web page, but you save a huge amount of data. And interestingly enough, what they allow you to do is once the web page loads, you can actually selectively load images that you want to see. Given how stingy wireless carriers are getting about data, you can save your data for when you absolutely need it. This is a great benefit for everyone, not just for lawyers. But if you use the Chrome browser, you definitely want to update and, and take advantage of this data saver mode. Now for the honorable mentions, first on the list is Pause by US2 Inc. It is an app for $1.99. And I talked about this last month when they released their iOS app. Pause is a meditation app. Do you have a nuclear meltdown level stress on a regular basis? Or have you not taken advantage of the guided meditation session Gina Cho did on my podcast last month, which you should really check out if you haven't? Well, then you should probably check out something like Pause. The concept of mindfulness is being used by a lot of lawyers to reduce stress level and increase focus and increase mental energy. So Pause is an app that uses music and meditative process to take your mind off of the things that you're worried about and the focus on the here and now. The whole concept is to be present in the moment, to think about the moment, not the future, not the past. Um, I was a skeptic, but I was impressed how a little meditation improved my mental energy and focus. I'm still not a, you know, an everyday meditation person like Gina Cho is, but if you've got too much stress, you really should try this stuff out. And Pause actually has a lot of great features to do that. All right, next on the list of honorable mentions is a very, very cool app called TextBand. This is a free app, but in reality, it's got an unlimited version for three bucks. Just do the $3 version. This is a typing-based app. What it does is allows you to create shortcuts. 
one of the downsides to mobile devices is small keyboards, uh, which means usually a lot of user frustration, a lot of user error, and embarrassing typos, and really, really bizarre autocorrect. TextBand is an app that allows you to save time and those embarrassing typos because it allows you to create shortcuts for frequently used words or phrases. Now, but this is not just like for text messages. What if you have a, an address that you put on some of your emails, but not all of them? We'll create a shortcut for it. You don't have to type it in every time. If you take a lot of notes on OneNote, Evernote, anything like that, if there's phrases or important terms that you use a lot, but take a lot of time to type and always get autocorrected, you know them, you've done it before. It drives you nuts because you're typing fast. You know, every time you know it's going to correct, but you always miss it. Get TextBand and with three or four letters, have an entire sentence pre-programmed to appear. TextBand is great for note-taking. It works in almost all apps. The only thing it doesn't really work well in is browsers because of Google's API. It works with virtual and physical keyboards. And what's great is there's a floating bubble that actually helps you complete your expansion so you don't have to memorize what all of your abbreviations are. It'll bring up a list, sort of like an autocomplete, of potential options. If you write repetitive emails or take a lot of notes on your, on your Android tablet or smartphone, this is a fantastic app, and for $3, it is well worth the frustration you'll save. Okay, next on the list, Alto Mail by AOL Inc. Yes, I'm actually including an AOL product on this list. Now, it's the honorable mention, but it's still on there. This is a free email app. Really, what this is about is taking all of your email accounts and letting you see everything in one place. Now, most of the basic email apps allow you to integrate several different accounts, but when you want to look at them all in one place, it's just a mess. AutoMail actually really gets this right. Compatible Gmail, Outlook.com, AOL, Yahoo Mail, iCloud. It includes organizational tools that automatically highlight important infos in your email. It's also got a couple really cool organizational features. There's Stacks, which allows you to read mail based on content. So you can read emails that have photo attachments or file attachments. You can read messages only from people you know. There's also a really cool dashboard feature that allows you to access and view cards showing important travel or shopping information that may have been included in your emails. Ever been looking for that receipt or that flight time in your email boxes? Yeah, that's what this is for. And it allows you to see all that information without even opening the individual emails. It's a really cool email app. It's free. Give it a shot. All right, and finally on the honorable mention list, App Comparison by Microsoft Corp. I admit it, I included this entirely for my own entertainment. This is an app uh, that is allegedly for people that are thinking about switching from Android to Windows Phone. It identifies your favorite apps and matches them with the comparable Windows Phone app. There's some pretty hilarious reviews of this app actually on their site. Some of the more entertaining ones include the highest ratings that this app gets are from people who say that, thank you, this confirmed that I have no interest in switching to Windows Phone. Um, there's plenty of people who say that this app only matches about one quarter of your apps, and it only app matches with apps that are similar to, not the same as the apps that you have. In reality, this is probably just an app that is designed to allow Microsoft to collect data on Android users who are thinking about switching to Windows Phone and the apps they use, but it's still pretty funny. All right, that is it for our Android apps on the November 2015 Best New Apps list. Stick around for Windows Phone apps. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Legal Technology Review on any of your favorite podcast apps or over at iTunes. Just search for Legal Technology Review or The Cyber Advocate. 
Also, don't forget, you can get all the information on the latest tools and technology for legal service professionals at www.thecyberadvocate.com. Welcome back. It's time to talk about Windows Phone. And, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. There are actually several new or updated apps for Windows Phone that are useful this month. It's not always what happens. Uh, the first on the list is Box by Box Inc. This is an update to the Box app. Now, this app is technically free, but you do have to have a Box account to use it. Uh, if your law firm stores data in the cloud, you're probably going to use one of a few companies out there. Dropbox, Amazon Cloud, iCloud, Microsoft's cloud system, or Box. If you don't, get one. Box is actually especially popular for anyone who's interested in having a system that is certified HIPAA compliant right from the get-go. Now, last month, Box released a huge update for its Windows-based apps. The cool part about this update is that it made all of the Box apps Windows 10 universal. That means what you can do with one, you can do with the other, whether it's your desktop, your Windows phone, or your Surface Pro tablet. It also allows you to interact with the apps in the same way. There's no changes, there's no differences, easy to use, and if you use Box, it's amazing. The collaboration tools have also been upgraded and universalized, including comments and documents. Okay, next on the list is Storage Cleaner Pro by Sugarcane Technologies. This is a free app that really solves a pretty big problem. Windows has always had a problem with clutter. Uh, you don't believe me? Go to the nearest Windows desktop computer and look at the desktop. You don't use most of that stuff. I know it because I do it. There's no, don't, don't bother denying it. It's a friggin' mess, all right? What's worse, though, is that Windows systems have collected lots of little bits of random useless data as well. It bogs down your device, it reduces your available space. And you're a pack rat. How many of the same photo do you have? A lot. How many times have you accidentally downloaded the same big file two or three times and put them in different places? A lot. Well, that's what Storage Cleaner is there for. It has a sleek, easy-to-use interface and a great design that, first, helps you clear your device's cache with all those temporary files and little wasted bits of data. That's good on one hand, but it, it also identifies duplicate photos and large files and allows you to delete them, clearing up a ton of new space, giving you really room to just download a bunch of duplicates in the future. Honorable mentions, first on the list is GoPro by GoPro Inc. Uh, this is a free app that serves as a remote control for certain GoPro camera and certain Windows Phone devices. It allows you all the camera functions, subject to limitations themselves, to play, stop, record, take a photo, uh, adjust the settings, browse, view, and here's why it's important for lawyers, delete photos and videos that are taken on the camera. You can copy videos and photos to your phone, share it on social media, but in reality, why this is important for lawyers is it is hugely important to know about for discovery. If you don't know how videos and, and photos can be shared and stored, you're never going to find them. And if you don't know how they can be deleted, you're never going to be able to get sanctions. Okay, next on the list is Facebook by Facebook, another free app. This is uh, obviously the app for the world's largest social network. It is finally out of beta on full release. Uh, it is still not fully featured as compared to the iOS and Android counterparts, but that's pretty much standard for Windows Phone apps, unfortunately. But because it is Facebook, it gets a mention here, and lawyers need to use it and know about it, so that much is helpful. All right, that is it for the best new apps for lawyers from November of 2015. If you enjoy this podcast, please share us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, other social media that you use. 
Uh, if you're listening in China, there are plenty of social media outlets there that I don't even know about. Go ahead and share it. You can download us on iTunes, subscribe on iTunes or on your favorite podcast app, and be sure to check out all the new articles that are coming out on The Cyber Advocate. Once again, I'm going to put in a plug for the ABA Tech Show 2016 in Chicago. Hope to see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of cool gadgets, a lot of interesting people, and I'll be there too. All right. Well, that's it. So until next week, I'm Brian Folk, and take it easy. Well, that's it. Well, that's it. I'm your host. Well, that's all we've got today. This is Brian Folk, and we will see you next week. Well, that's all we've got today. This is Brian Folk, author of The Cyber Advocate, signing off. We will see you next week. (laughs) 